T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's going to be impossible to keep every single person on this team, but, um, you know, we're here to compete. You know, I think that, you know, a lot of times I, I've heard this week, you know, we'll be back, you know, just because we say it doesn't mean it. we got to make that happen. And um, I take great pride in, in trying to do my part. Howie Roseman talking about the offseason to come. Welcome on in, WIP Midday Show. You, Douglas, Joe Giglio. We have Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494, a ton to talk about on this Wednesday morning. You Douglas, good morning. Good morning, Philadelphia. What's up, Joe? What's going on? Man? How we doing today? I'm good, man. I can't complain. Well, listen, we I'm, I can't complain either, and hopefully we won't be complaining next Eagle season when this team hopefully looks very good and very strong the way it did this past year. But it's really interesting here hearing Howie. Um, the combine starts in a week. The offseason is kind of here. Is, and, you know, listen to the morning show today. They're talking about still getting over that Super Bowl. But as we look forward a little bit and, and look forward to what this offseason can be here, Hugh, this really is about Howie Roseman. I mean, it, it really is because you think about all the moves that have to be made, all the free agents they have. Obviously, we spent a lot of time yesterday on the Jalen Hurts contract. But this is about Howie Roseman. And I, look, Hugh, I like Howie. I think Howie's a really good executive. I think he's going to end up in the Hall of Fame one day if the Eagles win another championship during his time. But you look at his career, and you look at five years ago. They were in a similar spot coming off a of Super Bowl. They won that one, lost this one. But five years ago... Howie didn't do what he needed to do, right? That team mm-hmm. couldn't sustain it. It was one year of greatness, and then it kind of sputtered off, and then all of a sudden hit rock bottom in 2020. And now, we, you know, we come to have to come to grips here of whether or not Howie could do this again. Hugh, do you trust Howie? Because this is really about Howie. Can he put the right pieces in? Can he structure the contracts the right way? Can he keep this team on top? This city has had a lot of ups and downs with Howie you over know, the years. I'm going to say yes. But there's a lot that goes along with me saying yes, Joe, and there's a lot of questions that need to be answered before I feel that before I make that a comfortable yes. Mm -hmm. But for the for the sake of this conversation, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say yes. But it all depends on on Jalen Hurts to a certain extent how much money he's gonna want, how much money is he gonna command, you know. And then after that, has how we learn from his mistakes. Because in that cut that you were playing, and it was something else he said, and there was, you know, he was attached to, to a lot of guys. Let's hear it. Here's Howie Roseman. This was two years, uh, three years ago now, January 2020. Here's Howie in his own words. We tried to have different perspectives. We try to have different perspectives, just uh, objective and subjective, so that we're not um, getting married. Because I know for me personally, one of my weaknesses is, is getting attached to our players. You know, there's no doubt about it. Getting attached to his players, Hugh. He did it. Yeah, and that's a problem. Because... The one thing that that I would have to give Joe Banner credit for 
when he was doing the job was that, you know, it was no love lost. Mm-hmm. Joe Joe was the type of guy that, you know, you respected the fact that he kept he kept a distance because he didn't want to have that. He didn't want to be a part of of having to do the tough job of, of, of cutting guys or letting guys go that he felt some kind of way about. That's different for Howie, and he paid for that. He paid for that dearly when, you know, he gave Carson Wentz all that bread. Uh you have to do what's better. You have to do what's best for the team. And sometimes that means cutting bait with some, some really good players or, or some lovable guys. I remember when, when, when I was here and we were going through, you know, transition and everything, my contract was up and they, they let me go and, and we were saying, well, no, they're not going to let B-Dog go. You know, not B-Dog and B-Dog wasn't here. Mm-hmm. And you heard Jeffrey Lurie come out and say, you know, that was a tough decision to make and, you know, this, that, and the third. And, and, but – those are decisions that you have to make, man. And, and this train don't stop. This train does not stop. The bottom line is, you know, the, the players that that have played here, they're always going to be loved. It's going to take a little time for that that wound to heal. But you have to field a good football team year in and year out. Well, you do. And and, and here's the bottom line with Howie Roseman, and he's a, an excellent executive. But there there is there is a reason to worry here because we did this five years ago, and he didn't do it the right way. And, and we'll see if he's learned. But you know, in terms of trust for him. Hugh, I need to see it to believe it. I need to see that he could sustain something to believe it. I, I, I don't have trust until I see that he does it because five years ago he screwed it up. He has to pay a quarterback and go through the Eagles. Go through the Eagles under Howie Roseman. When they've had a quarterback making no money, mm-hmm. Michael Vick for a couple minutes, right? They had a big year in 2010. Nick Foles, 2013. Carson Wentz, 2017. Jalen Hurts, 2021. Okay? 2022, excuse me. Vick, Foles, Wentz, Hurts. Those mm-hmm. four quarterbacks, when they were cheap, the Eagles had really good seasons. Went yeah. to two Super Bowls. Once, once they got paid, obviously Vic got paid. It, it went bad quickly. Foles never got paid here. Wentz got paid, and now Hurts will get paid. When that happened, the teams weren't the same. Howie Roseman is at his best when he has a lot of cap space to play with, and he could go out and get a James Bradbury, and he could trade for a Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, and he, you know, he could find pieces here and there to fill in, trade for an A.J. Brown because they have cap room. That's over. Those days are over now, and I don't trust until I see it that Howie Roseman could do this in a, in a really high-level way because, boy, this all hangs on him. He's got to push the right buttons. And see, this is where I'm hedging my bets just a little bit. Now, I believe in Howie, but you got a team that's coming off a Super Bowl berth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a quarterback that you have to pay. You got some players that are looking to cash in. And that's, that's where it becomes interesting. I don't know anybody. These guys might be different. I don't know anybody coming off their best season as a pro, independent contractor, because basically that's what NFL players are, independent contractors, that are going to sit there and say, hey, in order for us to, to, to go back to the game, I'm going to take a pay cut or I'm going to take a haircut. I'm not going to take as much money as I could potentially get in free agency. Because when, no, when you start hearing those free agency numbers and the team's coming back and saying, hey, man, the team that you play for is telling you, hey, I can only pay you this, that, and the third, and you got somebody else that's blowing that out of the water, that's a hard decision to make. And I know that fans are sitting there talking about, oh, but what about the team and all this stuff? Listen, it's the same thing in your job. If, if you're working a job that you love and, and being here in the city, but if you get an opportunity to go somewhere else and make 10 times what you're making now, you're going you're gonna to seriously think about that. And some, a lot of people are going to take that. They're going to take that bread and they're going to boat. Oh, there's no question about that. And some of these guys will, 215-592-9494. Look, it's, it's really interesting on in the Howie discussion because 
I, it's it's wavered so much over the years. You know, five years ago, Howie could do no wrong, and then he it went bad, and everyone hated Howie. We had, we had a sign across the Schuylkill here, you that we, I I, could, I saw it every night when I did my show. Fire Howie! It was just a couple years ago. Right? People were totally out, and then he had a gigantic offseason last year, and he put this Super Bowl team together this year, and everyone loves Howie now. But the bottom line is, he hasn't done this in his career. He's never sustained a winner. He's built tremendous teams. But then they fall apart, and he, and, and they have. You, you mentioned all the decisions they have to make. I think any of us could figure out. All right, they probably could keep four or five of these guys. Well, which ones? Maybe right. It's it's not a matter of will they keep any. They will. But is he going to pick the right ones? Is he going to keep Bradbury, or is he going to let him go? Is he going to keep uh, you know Hargrave? Is he going to let him go? Is he going to keep a guy like Chauncey Garner Johnson because he's younger, or is he going to let him go? And then I'm glad you brought up the Dawkins thing, because I I heard the camera bring this up this morning. It's really interesting. Jason Kelsey is a free agent to be. Yeah. And they have a, a center they drafted in the second round last year in, in Cam Jurgens. I'm not saying I want Kelsey gone, but that's a big decision. Do you pay Kelsey again at the age of 35 years old, or do you kind of transition this roster? There's a lot here on the plate for Howie Rose, but 215-592-9494. Do you trust Howie to get it right this time? Because last time, he did not do it. And look, history's also against Howie and against the Eagles here. It's been 50 years 50 years 50. since a team in the NFC lost a Super Bowl and then went back the next year. So there's a lot at, at stake here, Hugh, for, for Howie Roseman. And and what makes it more difficult is he's got to pay the quarterback, and that changes the money for everybody. Yeah, man. And and that's what we're looking at. We don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to ask for. I can't see with the work that he's put in over the last few years, I'm talking about from college to now, where – I think that Jalen Hurts is going to sit back and say, hey, you know what? I love being here. I mean, he does. And he's going to take a deal that's going to be friendly for the Eagles. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But when you talk about the money that quarterbacks are making and this is going to be life-altering, life-changing money, I can't see him sitting back and taking anything less than 45 to $50 million a year. I can't see that. Mm-mm. I cannot see that. I can't either, and that impacts the cap in a significant <laughs> yes, way. Significant. And, and look, and and they have two first round picks here that that certainly can help Howie out, and and those guys could play right away. But here's the reality of of Howie's draft picks, and just the first round picks they've had over the years. The last eight first round picks, he only two of them have played a lot and played well as rookies. That Demonte Smith two years ago, mm-hmm. and Carson went to 2016. Jordan Davis last year was a, a rotation guy; he didn't play a lot. Jalen Rager was terrible. Andre Villar didn't play. Derek Barnett was a rotation guy. Nelson Aguilar didn't do anything as a rookie. Marcus Smith was bad. Like the, the, we, we can't just say, well, he's got two first-round picks. They're going to be all right. There's a lot here. Do you trust Howie Roseman? 215-592-9494. Do you trust Howie Roseman to get it right this time? Kyle Quinn, I know you are a Howie guy. Oh, I mean, yeah. As am I, which, which makes this you know, kind of hard for me to say. But, <laughs> but do you trust him to get it right this time? Of course I do. There yeah, we go. I am a staunch Howie defender, have been for a while, even through, uh, even the, through some of the tougher times. And I'm aware that he has his shortcomings, much like every general manager does. Uh, one thing every general manager doesn't have, though, is the ability to self-reflect and identify what their own weaknesses are. And we just heard that in the cut with Howie. He knows what his issues were and what his shortcomings were with getting attached to older players and and some of the misses that he's had in the draft. Uh, I I think I look back at his course corrections, right? He, He struggled for a while to fill the cornerback role. And what did he do? He went out and traded for Darius Slay and signed James Bradbury. Same thing with the wide receivers, right? We struggled with the J.J. Ortega Whitesides and the Jalen Ragers. What did he do? He got the Devontae pick right and then went out and traded for A.J. Brown. 
And we talk about how everything went terribly wrong in 2020. I put most of that on the shoulders of Carson Wentz and how badly he played uh, to, to finish out those last few years as an Eagle. So do I think Howie Roseman is going to be able to get it right this time? Yeah, because Carson Wentz isn't here this time. Well, that is true. 215-592-9494. Hugh trusts Howie. Kyle trusts Howie. I need to see it to believe. Let's go to the phone lines here. Johnny is in Springfield first up this morning on the Midday Show. Good morning, Johnny. Johnny! Yo, what's up, Joe? What's up, Hugh? Welcome to the Midday, fellas. Hey, thank you, brother. Appreciate hey, Johnny. What are you thinking? Yeah, so give me a minute here. So, um, yeah, I, I love Howie, guys. Um, I was one of the people probably back in, like, 15, calling for his head, uh, just like everybody was, and he made things right. He righted the ship. He fixed things at the time. Um, he's been inconsistent, but he's been, but every time he makes a bad move, he fixes it. The one that keeps getting me and you because they're better, you know, and how he thinks he's smarter than everybody else in the room sometimes. And he makes bad decisions, but again, he made them right. Um, going into this offseason, man, I really wouldn't want to be him. He's got a lot, a lot of uh, really, really big moves. But I'm going to stand by his side because, look, man, that's a that's a big job to fill. And he knows what he's doing. He might not – he's not batting a 1,000, but he's, he's, he's a pro. And listen, guys, he put a team together. Uh, you know, that was a Super Bowl contending team. The reason why we lost the Super Bowl is not because of Howie Roseman, Okay. The, the reason why we lost the Super Bowl is because we got outcoached and outplayed. So, but, you know, going forward, uh, let me just finish on this, guys. Um, you know, like, Hugh, I love what you said about, you know, uh, paying the quarterback and, you know, all this. So I'm going to give you two examples. Mm-hmm. Um, John Elway, at the end of his career, uh, you know, he started, you know, saying, yo, man, before I go out, I want to I wanna win one. And he knew, he knew. So he had to, he made pay cuts to get D-backs, to get, you know, a good running back to get uh, some offensive alignment, some key parts. Now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, you know, Aaron Rodgers, they paid him so much that they can't put good talent around him. They don't have a complete team. Mm-hmm. So what you see after that, they, they started tanking around after 14, 15, whenever he got paid. And, you know, I'm just saying, and, and Hugh, one more thing that you said that I love is so true. Like, you guys, you guys got to step out, and, and you got to stop being a fan for a second, and you got to listen – and you got to look at it from the player's perspective. Some of these guys have four years or maybe 10 years, or maybe if they're lucky, 15 years to make their money. So when you get that money and you got to – listen, man, I know people look up to these guys and they're superstars, but they have families to feed. This is their sure. one opportunity, their one window to make money, and they're going to have to go where that is. And uh, love you guys, man, and uh, I'm, I'm afford, looking forward to listening to you guys, man, from here going forward. Johnny, we appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's part of why this is challenging for Howie because there's there's not like three free agents or five. There's a ton of them. There's, there, I mean, there's, there's, some, there's some key names. Big names, <laughs> big spots, and, and like you were saying – a lot of those guys, this is like this is their time to get paid. Yeah, and and you know what? Listen, I love I love my my grandpa Howard Howard Eskin. He says stuff like, "How much money do you need?" Hell, I want to find out how much money I need. <laughs> I want to find out how much money I could potentially spend. So give me all the monies. Give me all the monies. And I know there are some people. The only people, and this is no disrespect to anybody that says this, the only people that talk about you don't need money are people that have money. It's a good point. You know what I mean? Because the people that don't have money, they, they want they money. Want money. <laughs> of course you know, they when you're sitting back talking about 
You don't, y'all, how much money I need? That's because your ass have money. You got money. You, you don't know what it is to want stuff. Like, hell, man, you got to hey, get as much money as you can. Man. Well, and, and for Howie Roseman, he only has a certain amount of money to spend. That, that's, yeah. what makes, that's what makes all this hard. Like, if the Eagles could keep all the players, like if the Eagles could keep, you know, most of these guys they had this past year, we'd all pick them to get back to the Super Bowl. Like, we know how good they were, but that's not happening. They're going to miss some of these guys, and Howie's got to get it right in terms of picking the right people, drafting the right players, structuring Jalen's contract the right way. And as much as I, I believe in Howie, I, I need to see that this this is the one hole in his game as a GM. He hasn't sustained winning. Charlie is in Delaware. What's up, Charlie? Charlie! Hey, I'm here, bud. Morning, Charlie. What are you thinking today? Good morning. I, I'm thinking way back when Chip Kelly put him all the way in the back room, Roseman, and wouldn't even let him talk to the players. <laughs> I remember Kelsey coming out and said he hasn't talked to him all season. Uh, so I trust that He's going to make the right decision. See what happens in the draft. In the long in the long term, I think Jalen will sign the deal. I don't think that he'll. I don't think he's a greedy guy. Uh, I think he's got a taste of it, and he wants to come back. And I think if uh, Roseman is a is a player, coach, person, I think uh, he'll have some influence on Kelsey coming back next year, or maybe some other guys uh, at a lower rate, maybe. Well, he'll have influence, Charlie, but, but the bottom line is they're, they're going to have to pay them, right? Like, the influence is the money he offers them, the contract he offers them. If they get bigger deals elsewhere, they're going to leave. I don't believe that. What? Why? What, what part don't you believe? Well, I, I, I just don't think – I mean, yeah, if it's obviously a, a large amount, but I, I think with the crew that they have and they're going to try to stay – look at Brady. He took plenty of pay cuts. Just Man, don't don't believe don't don't believe don't don't like that that whole Brady like that was the narrative but Brady still got his bread man don't don't like that was the 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 media narrative Brady still got his bread and when you look at the team that they had around Brady Brady is an anomaly Brady is a quarterback that has won with multiple different receivers because of his skill set and guys played with Brady and they took pay cuts because they had they knew there was a strong chance that they were going to the Super Bowl. This is not. This is not that time, brother. I'm just here to tell you, guys. You, you, you put too much stock bread, into that. You, you can eat your bread, but you don't need extra butter. Man, listen. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but Charlie, <laughs> these guys do. They want the butter. They, and Charlie, we appreciate it. I respect what you're saying, Charlie, but I don't. Uh, I don't believe that. Yeah, like, you talking like you talking like a, a diehard fan right now. Yeah, and these guys want their butter and their bread. <laughs> yeah. They want it all, especially a guy like James Bradbury who played on a one-year deal last year. Here's the thing. Like, Howie Roseman has done an incredible job over his span, over, over the course of his career. The Eagles have won a lot of games. They've been in two Super Bowls. They won a championship. But let's just look at it. They've never had back-to-back great seasons. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just hasn't happened because he loads it's up. It's tough to do. It's it tough is. To do. It is tough. And he loads up. You know, he'll load up like 2017. He loaded up 2022. And it, it's perfect. But then they fall back the next couple of years. See, and it, that's what I don't want to happen this time. You see, it's very interesting that the way you're framing it because you look at – and the – the example that I used this morning was the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. But Joe Burrow is still on his first contract. He's still, but he's about to get paid. Sure. And they were in position. They were in the playoffs this year. It's going to be like, to me, everything is, is contingent upon what Jalen Hurts gets and how they structure that deal. Because then, you know, it might put you in a situation, however you structure it, where you're going to go out and you're going to be able to sign maybe a Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargraves, T.J. Edwards, uh, Jason Kelsey, like maybe you can sign these guys because that's going to be that. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about signing your quarterback, making sure he's straight, 
and then trying to sign the other guys that you want to keep on the squad. Yeah, and, and that's and that's what makes this so hard. I mean, the league is set up against Howie. The league is set up against any team that's trying to win you know, over and over and over again. He, he, here's the truth. Since Howie became the GM, the Eagles have won 10 games in back-to-back years once. Once they've won double-digit games in back-to-back years. 2013-10 wins, 2014-10 wins. They won the Super Bowl, obviously, 2017, 13 wins. They followed up with 9-9-4. Now we got a 14-win season coming, you know, coming off of. Like, can they sustain it? That's the hardest part about being a GM, and it's been the one thing how he hasn't done yet. 215-592-9494. And it's not just about, well, pay this guy, pay that guy, they'll take pay cuts. No, you got to prioritize which guys you keep. And that's been, and last time, and how he was in his own words, tried to keep too many of the older guys. That became the problem. Dennis is at Springfield. Hey, Dennis. Yo, good morning, guys. What's uh, going good on? Luck. Good, good, good luck with your show. And, and to address that last call real quick, <clears throat> Tom Brady's wife made $30, $35 million a year. <laughs> that helped. So, that certainly helped, you know, Dennis. That, 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 that helps a little bit. Ian's meeting. Uh, now, as far, as far as how can he do it again next year, I mean, all his focus will be on the defense. The offensive line, the, the entire starting offense, they may lose one player, and the player they use, lose – I'm thinking, say, Amalo, you, you, you got a second-round draft pick to plug in his place. Yeah, the offense, uh, Dennis, should be fine, but they also could lose Kelsey. But I, I agree with you. The, the offense looks pretty plug-and-play for next year. Well, if they lose Kelsey, then they'll keep Sai Amalo. Uh, you know, sure, yeah, sure, they could. One of them, I, I would think you're probably right on that. They'll probably make sure one of them's here. But, uh, I mean, my, my whole thing is, is if, if Howie succeeds or not, it's the quarterback. If what we saw this year is the real Jalen Hurts – and if he doesn't get hurt and miss four, five, six games, or God forbid, half a season, then then we're good. We're good. But if he's not, then you're going to have Carson Wentz 2.0, and because that's what that's what really stopped the stopped the Eagles from from continuing to be a really good team was the quarterback wasn't who they thought he was. Uh, well, Dennis, you're right, and they paid him like a guy that was supposed to carry a team, and he couldn't do it. Dennis, we appreciate the phone call. That's a big thing, but now here we go again, and I believe in Jalen way more than I ever believed in Carson Wentz, but here we go again. They pay the quarterback a lot. It changes the math everywhere else. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard on this Wednesday morning. A lot to talk about. Howie Roseman, we've had a lot of ups and downs in Philadelphia. Do you trust him this time? Because he did. I got you, bro. Yeah, he said you. that. He, that was D'Angelo. He said that. And while he, he did deliver an NFC championship, but the bottom line is he ups and downs with Howie Roseman. Five years ago, he couldn't sustain it. Do you trust him this time? Officer Bull to keep the train rolling. 215-592-9494. That's a hop. We'll get to all your phone calls. Do you trust Howie to get it right this time? Elliot Shore Park. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
probably the most important to me, you know, is being on a good roster, you know, having the ability to get to the playoffs and make the playoffs, but also, you know, I don't want to play for cheap, you know. No, he's not playing for cheap. The voice there of James Bradbury. Welcome back. WIP Midday Show. You, Douglas, Joe Giglio. We have Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. It's how you get aboard on this Wednesday morning. We'll have Elliot in studio at noon today. We'll get to some Sixer stuff, some Philly stuff as well with spring training. And Nick Castellanos already driving me crazy. But you, 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 we had a caller last segment who mentioned, well, yeah, these guys will want to come back and they'll take them. I mean, you can't take a hometown discount. What is that? Brad is a hometown discount. I don't know. Well, I, I, Brad, James Bradbury is certainly not taking one. He, he wants his money, and I get it. <laughs> like, listen, and, and I hate to be the guy. The bear of bad news. I mean, Philadelphia is a great place to live. It really is a great place to play. But when it comes down to the, the, the longevity that you have in the NFL and an opportunity to make millions of dollars, you're going to take that money. You can always come back to Philly. Hell, I came back. You're here. Yeah, I'm here now. <laughs> you can always come back to a great place, but you're going to take that money, man, because you're talking about, like, this is what I need people to understand, what, what Jalen Hurst is potentially dealing with. Dealing with generational wealth. Mm -hmm. He's dealing with what we all strive for day to day to put your kids in a great position. But he's in a unique spot where he's going to put his kids' kids in a great situation. So that's what we're dealing with. So you can't like, listen, I understand being a fan and wanting your team to be be good and everything is great. and, And that's what you want. But look at what he's dealing with. You're dealing with generational wealth here. And, and if, if, if that's what I'm looking at and, and, and I played myself and, and worked my ass off to put myself in that position, then darn it, give me everything that I deserve. Well, there's no question. And these guys are going to get, take their money and get it. And if it's from the Eagles, great. If it's not, it's going to be somewhere else. 215-592-9494. And it puts the pressure on Harry Roseman because la- we were here five years ago. Now, there was a, a parade, but you know when the parade ended, we were in the same spot. And that was trying to go back, trying to build another team to go back. And Howie didn't do a good enough job last time. Do you trust Howie Roseman? to get it right this time post-Super Bowl, I, I don't because I need to see it first. It's the one hole in Howie's game where he has had a lot of good years, a lot of good moments, a lot of good moves, but he hasn't had sustained winning here. Jeff is in Wilmington. Hey, Jeff. Jeff. Joe, Hugh, what's going on? What's going on, man? Hey, Jeff. Hey, Hugh, that's a family-sized uh, jug of tea you got going on there, <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, see, it's the Crystal Light because I, I didn't feel like drinking like plain right. water this morning, so I put some Crystal Light in Well, you right. know, he knocked a lot out from the, the yeah, meeting this morning. I don't morning. mess around, man. Yeah, wow. get that gallon yeah. in, man. I was going to say man size, but that's even too big for just one man. <laughs> it's God. a gallon, man. You got to drink a gallon of water hey, every day. There you go. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm confident with Howie. His, he's always had a uh, – the draft has been suspect with some of the draft uh, selections he's made. But here's the thing, Joe. This is what I'm thinking this time. We lost the Super Bowl this time. I think there's more incentive. Last time, maybe they rested on their laurels a little bit. Um, that's kind of where I'm uh, thinking on this. Well, Jeff, that's a good point, right? I think last time there was a little bit of like hangover celebration. This yeah. time there's no time for that. They, they've got – I mean, really, they have to improve, right? They have to get a little bit yeah. better to, to yeah. get over the hump. I, you know what? Yeah. I, I like that point, and I hope you're right because maybe, maybe that drives them to do things a little bit differently. As far as the money thing, all, I don't know much, but I know this. The person that's willing to pay you has way more money than you do. So you <laughs> might as well get whatever you can get. And, you know, with the salary cap, it makes it a little bit different. But, you know, you got to get what you can get. And Howie's good at making those, those types of things work. 
with the other players. Yeah. He is good at that. Well, that so. is his best thing. And, Jeff, we appreciate the phone call. But those older guys, I, I wonder what they're going to do here, Hugh, with the legacy guys, right? Fletcher Cox, Fletcher Cox Brandon Graham. Brand I mean, you could even throw Kelsey in there, though. I'd imagine if he wants to come back, he just comes back because he's Jason Kelsey and he's still mm-hmm. playing at, at a high really level. high level. But Brand- Brandon's good. I think Brandon's, if I had a guess right now, I'd say Fletcher's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. I would say Kelsey, it's all his decision if he wants to play again. Brandon's going to be a tough one because you don't Brandon know what his 11, mind is, and he had eleven sacks. So there's going to be a market for him. Yeah, there, there's definitely going to be a market for him. And and, and Brandon's a guy that you know, like I, I think of, of the world of Brandon Graham. Me too. But you look at the situation that he's in. He made a ton of money last year. He's he's a lot older. What kind of money are you going to offer him that he's going to consider fair? And where does Brandon feel? How does he feel right now? You know, he has some young kids. There, I'm pretty sure. They're like in, in 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 grade school here. They're 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 in school like preschool yeah, we, we kind of watched them grow up. But yeah. I, I, I think his daughter so is it, probably around that age. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those situations where for Brandon it's a little bit different because does he want to uproot his family and go somewhere else? His wife probably likes it here. She probably has an idea where she wants to go or what 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 what's going to happen. So it's kind of hard to say with Brandon. And then how do they value him? So eleven sacks, eleven sacks. But we talked about it before the show. He only played about twenty something percent of the snaps this year, right? Yeah, so he, but you know, you talk about that veteran leadership that yeah. he brings to the table, and he still can play in that in that role that he plays in. Still pretty good. But he's what 34, 35 years old. Yeah, I mean he he was he was drafted in two thousand ten, and we're going yeah. back a long time. He just played his age thirty four season. So next year's his age thirty five season. Yeah, so it's gonna be somebody's gonna give Brandon. I put it like this: somebody's gonna give Brandon Graham more money than what the Eagles are going to give him because they're going to place a higher value on his worth than the Eagles are. That's just how free agency works. Well, and, and somewhere else, they might look at him and say, you could start for us. Here, he's not a starter, right? Yeah. They have Hassan Reddick. They have Josh Sweat on the edges. Now, he plays, and he's, he's a part of it, but that, and that's, this is where, how he tripped up last time. He prioritized the wrong guys, wrong contracts, and things went, went, went haywire for him. And, and the trust factor, it's amazing. And we'll check our Twitter poll coming up a little bit. We'll, we'll, the trust factor in how we in this city has gone so up and down over the years. This is the one area where I need to see it. I need to see it to believe it. I don't trust him to fix this yet. Dennis in East Falls. Hey, Dennis. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's going on, man? Well, uh, I think before that we even talk about the team and the players, I think we have to talk about this offensive and defensive coordinators you know, situation. Uh, because they got to get they got to keep Brian Johnson. I would love for them to promote him. And in addition to that, I mean, is anybody talking about Lovey Smith being our DC? Like, why is that not a thing? Yeah, that name um, Dennis hasn't come up yet. And we, you know, th- th- there's a lot of names out there. A couple more were thrown in the mix yesterday with uh, the Shula uh, coach from the Rams and, and the coach from Michigan. But no, I, ha- I have not seen Lovey anywhere. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, Lovey's older. I don't know if he wants to keep coaching, but that that's a name we haven't seen out there. So that, that's the first thing. The second thing is, look, you have to look at the landscape of this draft and this free agent class that's what's out there. Mm. This is a very rich defensive back draft, so much so that there's going to be projected somewhere around the realm of 12 to 15 guys drafted in the first two rounds that are defensive backs. Mm-hmm. So James Bradbury is gone. In addition, this is also a very defensive line draft. Right? This is not, this is not a big draft for anything other than what the Eagles actually need. And they actually already filled their linebacker spot. So Kazir White, say goodbye, because N'Kobe Dean's going to replace him there. They'll re-sign T.J. Edwards. Fletcher Cox is probably gone. He's a little long in the tooth. And BG's going to probably get a one-year deal from us. If he takes it, that's up to him. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville throws a bag of money at him. And he takes it, because you know what? That flight to Jacksonville is not that long from Philadelphia. 
Um, so, I mean, personally, I think Howie gets it done, but it, I'll throw one last thing at you, and I'll, I'm sure you guys will appreciate this. Bill Parcells, who was probably one of the greatest coaches of all time, from the day he took over the New York Giants as the head coach to the day he won his first Super Bowl, do you guys know how many guys were on his, his Super Bowl day roster from the first day he started coaching? Yeah, it had to be very few, very few. Three. And yeah. it was Lawrence Taylor and who is the other linebacker they had that was a Hall of Famer to Harry Carson. Yeah. Those were two of the three. So we have one benefit from this whole thing, which is Jalen Hurts has the makeup of a amazing franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. Howie never had this before because Carson Wentz was never the leader that Jalen Hurts is. Dennis, you're absolutely right. I mean, that, that is the, you're right about that. That's the and truth. See, that's what, that, for me, that's what I'm willing to bet on. You know, because when you talk about everything that this young man has been this year, I'm talking about in press conferences on the field, like Coach Edwards said, Herm Edwards said, that's what you want from your starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's what you want from your franchise quarterback. He says all the right things. He's a, he's a leader in the community. That's what you want, and that's what you're signing when you sign Jalen Hurts. And he has a tremendous work ethic. That's what, that's what you want on your squad. You want somebody that isn't complacent, that takes his job very serious and is going to look at this as a learning experience. Like what he said after the Super Bowl to me was, was what you're supposed to say. Hey, man, this is, you know, I don't look at this as an L. I look at this as a learning experience. Learn from those mistakes you made and come back better than you were the year before. Yeah, and that's of all the things that will help the Eagles, you know, get in this transition from this past year to the next year. It's it's Jalen Hurts' leadership. Like I, I don't expect any sort of, of hangover because Hurts won't allow it to happen. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. But you know, you think about all these other parts that are moving around here. You know, last time you look at some of those draft picks post Super Bowl and and it it just didn't have the impact they needed to put around a more expensive quarterback. And now we're talking about draft picks. They gotta get these things right here. Let's talk to Tyrone in Middletown. What's up, Tyrone? Tyrone. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, great show. Um and, and you welcome to Philly and Joe, welcome to the new time slot. I've been long time uh, listener to both of you guys. you know, appreciate you taking my call. Appreciate you got it. Appreciate Thank you, Tyrone. What are you thinking this morning? Well, I'm thinking about Howie, and I, th- I think now that you look at the Eagles and the, and the possibility that of signing Jalen to a long-term or lucrative contract, I think he may have to change his philosophy in terms of swapping picks to get increasing picks. He should go for value now and maybe look to maybe replace some of the older, even though there's possibly Hall of Fame caliber players going into particularly at center and maybe tackle. I, th- I think we should consider this getting players you can plug and play immediately as opposed to putting them on the shelf. Well, I mean, this past year they had so much depth, Tyrone, that it was just easy, right? And I, I will say this about plug-and-play players. I Like, there's a lot of people on this list that I, I, would, I would, if I'm the GM, I wouldn't mind letting go. Jason Kelsey ain't one of them. Like, not at that yeah, center he, position. Not, not at center, bruh. Yeah, well, you, when you look at his tapes, he's, he's definitely, I think he's one of the best centers of the last 10 years. Oh, I, think I, think he's the, I think he's the best center of the last 10 years. That's how good he's yeah, been. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, exactly. I'm not too comfortable with that. But, but I'm looking at the numbers, and if, if you have like four or five all-pro caliber players, they're looking to get in the upper echelon in terms of income. And I think being that it's a business, you're going to have to make true business decisions based on not just your – your, your your value sentimentally, but 
what are you going to do going into the future when you have a lot of players that are in the last third of their careers? And I, and I think as a business decision, you, you're going to have to make some hard decisions. Mm-hmm. Well, they are. And I, and I, yeah, and, and, la- they and unfortunately, are. last time they didn't make the right ones, right? The, the team just got worse after 17. It got worse in 18. It got worse in 19. It got bad in 20. And I, I just hope it doesn't happen again, Tyrone, but that's, that's what happened last time. Yeah, well, and, and also I, I think Jason Kelsey in particular, you know, when I look at his films, he's one of the best centers I've ever seen in my life. When you look at his, his work, not, not from two, three years ago, but from last year, I mean, this guy is a great player, and I, I'm not trying to discount anything that he's accomplished, and I think he still has a couple years in the tank, but, you know, we, we coming off the Super Bowl, if we want to sustain it, like I say, he has to really draft the right players, and he's going to have to make some crucial decisions about not just about the entire team, because if we want to play it back, it's critical. We, we can't sign everybody. Well, not even close. Yeah. You're, Tyrone, you're right. And, and, and we appreciate the phone call. And you, not only does he have to draft the right players, they're probably going to have to play early. Like yeah. this past year, Jordan Davis, I would say, played maybe just off the top of my head 18% of the snaps, maybe mm-hmm. something like that, 15%. Didn't play a whole lot. Didn't play a whole lot. This roster, potentially what it's going to be, Fletcher Cox probably not going to be here. I agree. Fletcher Cox is going to get, you know, and I know people are talking about he's long in the tooth. He's probably going to get paid. Javon Hargraves makes the free agency. There's going to be a ton of teams. So I was going to be offering him a lot of money. I was reading the list yesterday. I forget what I think it was ESPN or Pro Football Focus. They ranked him like the third highest rated free agent. He is going. I can tell you for a fact that we talked about him when I was in Atlanta about them trying to get him and pairing him along with Grady Jarrett. So he's a guy that's going to make a ton of bread. And the Falcons have a lot of money under the cap. They're going to have to try to figure out their quarterback situation, and they're, they're going to try to bolster their defense. So they, he's a guy that I'm assuming that they're going to try to target. Well, they, they uh, the Cardinals could go after him, right? Yeah. They have Gannon out there now. I mean, he's a, a player that I think a lot of teams would want. And, and part of the reason why this team was so great this year, yes, Hurts took a major leap. Yes, A.J. Brown. But their depth was so good. Yeah, that two platoon on that defensive line, man, keeping yes. guys fresh, that, that, that was huge. It that was, was major. It was massive for them. And, yeah. and just the way that the cap is set up, all the free agents they have, they, their depth's going to take a hit. Howie's got to hit all these little moves they make to get him back to the right spot. Let's talk to Gary, who's up on WIP. Hey, Gary. Gary. Yeah. Um, no, my thought on Howie is uh, my my decision still out there. I agree with you. You need to see him do a little bit to sustain this. In, in my mind, he's done excellent at adding pieces as we've gone along in 17 and this year. But the draft, uh, if you grade him out there, I, I, I think that's like a C at best. And yeah, it feels average, Gary. Yeah, I mean, I, I think sometimes we overblow how bad he is in the draft, but also it's not an A, right? There, there's <laughs> there's way more. It, it's in the yeah. middle. Yeah, it's I mean, he, how he's batting average is about the same as every other GM. I agree. In the NFL. It's just unfortunate that, you know, the, the, the first round, a lot of first round draft picks do not pan out, more so than you would, you would think. Mm-hmm. Right, and and I agree with that. And but uh, we've heard other callers saying too that to rebuild, we're going to lose players. We know that nobody's taking a pay cut if they're offered more money. 
That's just ridiculous <laughs> to think. That. And so the draft becomes ever more important. And sometimes that's where I, Howie hasn't always made the right choices. And as you say, they don't always pan out. But um, when the other player that you could have gotten turns out to be a better player, it puts a little more light on matters. And I've always thought the GM's role really is to know when to let that player go. Absolutely, that, Gary. You're, you're totally – I mean, that's – and you had brought up – Gary, appreciate it. You, you brought up Joe Banner earlier. I mean, the Eagles' philosophy forever, and, and it's worked for the most part, is yeah. we'll let a guy go a year too early rather than a year too late. Like, yeah, yeah you, we, you might have one more good year left, but we're going to let you go now before we give you another contract. And that was part of what they did wrong five years ago. They, it was like, well, we won the Super Bowl with this guy. We got to keep him. We got to keep him. And then that team felt old and slow the next couple of years. And that's that's something I'm hoping how we learned from because, and that's what brings us back to Fletcher Cox. Like Fletcher's a, an Eagles Hall of Famer. Oh, one no day. question about but that. But is he, he is worth bringing back? I, I would say right now, no. You know, and this sounds blasphemous for me because I'm a defensive lineman and I've been through the situation. But this is where. You have to make the tough decisions, and if that's the case, you know I would have a conversation with, with Fletcher because he deserves that. Mm-hmm. He deserves that, and I would give, I would make him an offer. But I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a team out there that offers Fletcher a ton of money, and you can't be mad at that. Like, like the the, the way that they should handle it, you got to offer him a deal. You got to offer him something that you tell him, like, hey man, I know you're probably going to make more somewhere else, but this is what we're willing to offer you. Just make him an offer, and he's gonna. Some team is going to blow that out the water. Yeah, well, of course they are because it, there's all these teams with free agent money, right? Yeah. The, the cap space, and the Eagles are not going to have that. And the other thing, Howie's got to prioritize, and I thought last time made a mistake. Like, it, it might be weird that I'm going to say this. But they don't have to re- go repeat next year, right? They got to think big picture. Yeah. We all want them to go back to the Super Bowl next year, but sometimes you got to make moves for like two, three years down the line. Yeah, you got to play chess. Yes. You can't be playing checkers. And last time it felt like they were all in and go back the next year, and it, it just it bit them. This is the thing that you have to do. You have to remain competitive. This division is winnable still. Yes. You know, you're talking about the, the quarterback in, in New York. That's about Daniel Jones. Did I say his name right there? You got it this time. Yeah. You got it this time. That's an easy one. Come yeah. On. Well, you know, I, I mess it up in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know it's that. Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, he, it's not you know, Heineke. how about the dude that failed before he scored? Like we, that, that guy. But that? the point, point is this you talk about Heineke and those guys in this division, mm-hmm. Dak potentially leaving. This is a winnable division. You just if you make the right moves, you sign your quarterback, you put some you put some new young pieces on the defense, or you bolster the offense, whatever you decide to do, you could potentially be right back where you were. You and could. then when you get in the playoffs, like listen, man, a chip in the chair. That's all you need. You get in the playoffs, that's all you want. You 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 build your team first and foremost to get out of the division. Once you do that, you get in the playoffs, it's like, hey, you got a shot. Well, especially in this conference. You know, yes. th- think about the NFC right now. It, it is open. 215-592-9494. But, like, you know, go back to last offseason, as much as how he did right and he hit a lot of home runs, it was easy. They had a ton of cap space. I mean, all these other teams didn't know what to do. And, and like, the Titans were like, well, we can't re-sign AJ Brown. Oh, we'll take him. We got an extra first-round pick to give you. Those resources are less. The cap space is less. There's more of Eagles for age. Like, this is the part where Howie has it done his best work. Uh, there's no question, like, when they fall down – and they're struggling, I, how, I know how he will rebuild them. He's done that plenty of times and plenty of times well. Can he sustain it? That, that's where I, I fail to have the trust. 215-592-9494. Sean is up here on WIP. Hey, Sean. Sean. How you doing? What's up, Sean? Oh, man. Not much, man. Um, I like what you guys are talking about. Uh, my first 
concern going forward is maintaining the strength of the defense, uh, the defense and the offensive line. I saw Nigel Bradham leave after that 2017 run, and I uh, hated to see him go. So, uh, you know, I, like I said, I think the most important part is just, you know, narrowing down the main focus of the rebuild. And I think you narrow that down to the defense. So, you know, we got some questions. You know, you guys are making a good point. You know, Fletcher Cox is a great veteran on this team. He offers great leadership. So is Brandon Graham. I don't think you can hold on to both of them. I think um, you, you're making a great point about, you know, you're going to end up paying them a lot. And then they're going to, you know, although they do offer that great leadership, that great experience, but we want to be thinking about two, three seasons. We want to be competitive every year. So, um, that's just my two cents on it, man. I think you go out in this draft. I think you go after some young defensive talent, some offensive linemen, and I just continue to, you know, hold those building blocks for the squad. And then the offensive, the offensive weapons will come. We already got AJ Brown. We got you know Devontae Smith. We got some young running backs that are good. So I think, like I said, going forward, that defense is the most important aspect. Well, it feels like it, Sean, because they have so much continuity on offense. And Sean, we preached the phone call. I mean, Hugh, the offense next year should not be a worry. Now, we'll see about Kelsey and if he comes back, but they have a lot of pieces coming back on offense. That feels like the part of the team we could count on. Yeah, but one piece I think is definitely not coming back is a running back. So you're going to have to get another running back. I'm not saying you get him in the first few rounds, but you're going to have to get somebody that's going to take take up the production that Miles Sanders brought yeah, to the table. You're right, and he had, for the regular season, he had good production. Yeah, really good production. And I think that there's somewhere where potentially you could add a wrinkle into this offense. You know, get a, get a big power running back to go along with the guy. Oh, that people would had. love that here. Yeah, I think get, you, get, get that guy. You could theoretically replace Miles Sanders' production with, oh, mul- no, with multiple backs. Yeah, right? that, I, I mean, mean they you don't just need that, that one guy. When you look at the backs that they had, they were kind of running back by committee, mm-hmm. right? And, but if you get a young back to come in here and and say, be like, uh, what was it, the back for the Kansas City Chiefs that the, Pacheco, uh, Pacheco, Pacheco. seventh round pick, like that, yeah, yep, be like that. You can get another back, man, and they're not hard to find. No, and, and the Eagles have – I mean, they found Boston Scott in, in with, with from the, the Saints. They found Kenny Gainwell in the fifth round. Like, they could find backs. Well, yeah. there's also a history of – remember that stacked running back class when Howie Roseman came out of it with uh, Danelle Pumphrey? I know. I mean, that was – Kamara was in that draft. Yep. There was a bunch of really good running Aaron backs Jones in that draft. Jones was in that draft. And we Dalvin came Cook. out of it. Yeah, the, the guy we got didn't last a year in the NFL. Well, it's yeah, like think, you, you could just throw a dart and hit a good running back, and they didn't get yeah. what we missed. And, and I think that's where we could we – could, kind of evolve this offense a little bit. Take some of that pressure off of Jalen Hurts. Well, take some still of the short a, runs off yeah, of him. Yeah, still be a threat running the ball, but take some of that pressure off him. Man. Have a back running out the backfield a little bit and catching him. I'm and in. Off. I'm in for that. 215-592-9494. That is how you hop aboard here. We know the Eagles are prioritizing C.J. Garner-Johnson, but it's the feeling mutual. He was asked for the serve ball. We'll talk about that, what he had to say, and whether or not you trust Howie Roseman to keep this team at this level, we're talking about at a Super Bowl level, at a championship level. Do you trust Howie Roseman to get it right this time? Last time he screwed it up, he admitted it. He didn't do a good job. That team fell and fell fast. You trust him. Kyle trusts him. This is the one part of Howie's game I don't trust. I need to see it. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. WIP Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.